and welcome back to Sounds of the Sanctuary, Red Wings Horse Sanctuary's new podcast. My name's Steph and I work in Red Wings communications team. Together with my colleague student Jenny, we're taking you on a tour of Red Wings and meeting some of our very special rescued residents along the way. You'll be able to hear their stories and meet some of our hard-working rescuers and carers who saved them from neglect or abuse and now help them enjoy happy new lives at the sanctuary. Don't forget, each episode is accompanied by a sister podcast called Field Notes, where we delve in further detail into some of the equine care and welfare issues we see and overcome on a daily basis. Perfect for horse owners or anyone looking to find out more about how to care for horses. Make sure to click subscribe wherever you download your podcast to ensure you don't miss a single episode. So let's jump into episode two. Today we're talking about our sanctuary care and we're off to meet Amigo who lives at our Red Wings Elsham Visitor Centre in Norfolk. He's a lovely cob who was discovered abandoned in a colliery and came to us suffering the effects of ragwort poisoning. Ragwort is a plant that grows wild in the UK which can be incredibly toxic. Amigo still lives with the effects of this poisoning and requires daily specialist care to help him live a fulfilled and healthy life. We'll be popping into Red Wings Elsham to meet some of his carers But first, we're going to speak to Nicola Berryman, one of our welfare vets. The welfare veterinary team provide immediate treatment to all our new arrivals. She remembers Amigo well, and still enjoys catching up with her former patient from time to time. Here's Nicola to explain how this special boy got the emergency care he needed. So I'm here with Nicola Berryman today, one of our welfare vets. Nikki, do you mind just telling me a little bit about your role and your, your time at the sanctuary so far? Um, so yeah, I've been here 10 years now at the sanctuary. I came straight from qualifying and I am a welfare vet, as you said, and I basically work internally. So I look after the horses that are um, under handling the behaviour centre. I look after the horses that come in through our reception centre, so our quarantine. I do all the welfare work locally and also nationally as part of our team. Um, and then also say look after our permanent residents. So you're going to explain a little bit about Amigo, and I think you said that was he one of your one of your first cases, or one of the first that you can kind of remember here. Yeah, I think he was back in must be 2012, so I started 2011, so it was shortly after I arrived. So he was one of my first cases. He was a case of really bad liver disease. Um, so when he came in, it was noticed we took we took routine bloods, and he had really high sort of liver enzymes. What we're looking for. Um, a certain chemical we're looking for called bile acids and he had really 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 high bile acids and when we know when they have high bile acids their liver's no longer functioning so of course we wanted to investigate why what was going on um, and we can do something called liver biopsy this isn't commonly performed sort of out in general practice it's kind of quite a sort of specific thing to do but we lucky enough we have the skills and experience to do them here um, when you take a biopsy of the liver you can send it to the lab and have a good look sort of under microscopes and things to see what is causing the issue with the liver and actually came up on his um, liver biopsy that he had ragwort poisoning um, so there's a certain cells you can look for and those cells were there present under the microscope so we knew for definite he had ragwort toxicity and then based on that we then put him on a lot of treatment so we had a lot of steroid treatment and things to sort of get this inflammation under control unfortunately you can't get rid of these cells once they're there so when you look at the liver and you see this damage it's usually irreversible you can't change that that's happened yeah. Um, but the main thing was trying to sort of stabilise his liver, make it be happy again, let's get these enzymes back down to normal and generally make him feel better. 
So when the liver isn't functioning very well, you can feel really, really unwell. Like, you know, make you go off your food. So you're often really anorexic. Weight loss is really common. He was quite skinny when he came in. Um, and he also had something called photosensitization. So his skin was really peeling and really reacting to light. What happens there is when the liver's not working properly, there's a certain chemical that usually sort of is excreted through the body and just got rid of. But this collects in the skin. And it collects in the skin and sets off like this nasty reaction. So as soon as the sunlight hits it and the UV hits it, it basically causes all this blistering on the skin. So he had that and quite significant damage going on. But, you know, with lots of treatment and sort of general care, we managed to get everything under control. And he did really well. And actually his liver started looking a bit better. Obviously these cells are still present and you know, he's always going to have an ongoing issue. But he then sort of moved out to one of our visitor centres and he now has to wear special rugs. So the idea is that he's always going to have potential for his skin to sort of be sensitive to light. Yeah. You know, it, it has got better over time. I think when I first started with him, I remember looking, having to look at the weather reports and the UV index and see what the UV was like <laughs> and basically saying, you know, you have to wear, he has to wear a rug if the UV is over four, I think I said originally. Yeah. Um, that has come down, but I know the staff there, I mean, this is years on now, still make him wear rugs in certain light and we know for certain that if he doesn't wear them his skin does start blistering and being quite uncomfortable poor boy I don't think I've ever seen him without a rug outside actually and that's just the way he has got to be managed from now on but from what I can tell he's he's quite a happy boy and he 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 gets on with it really well I mean is that your opinion as well yeah I mean he's done really well so he moved off to Aylsham and I obviously left my care and went under the care of the internal vets and really hasn't had kind of issues regards to his liver since we do monitor it and keep an eye on it and they say he wears his rugs day in day out in the summer in the winter obviously he doesn't have to wear them so much and he's really happy and he's a lovely lovely person and he's you know compared to the pony that came in originally mm-hmm. completely different completely different i was gonna say is it quite nice when you see a horse that comes in with such acute damage to be able to actually be able to have a relatively normal life apart from maybe a bit of clothing and some sun cream basically yeah I mean that's one of the perks of the job really I think working at Red Wings as opposed to sort of in private practice you get to see the cases follow through I mean a lot of the teams laugh at me because I go out to fields and go oh that's so and so and I regale them with the story of how they came in because obviously they all come through the welfare department um, and the quarantine but yeah it's really nice seeing them go from something that's so sick and you know touch and go and such a big sort of story just to being someone sort of living their life and as you say just you know rugs and sun cream and living their life it's lovely it's love isn't it do we often get horses and ponies come in from your experience with that level of damage with ragwort poisoning so unfortunately it's actually very common for what we see i think the difference again between what we see here and in the general population is that we'll talk about liver biopsies so in general population, a horse might have signs of liver disease, um, but might not necessarily have a biopsy. Um, it's the only way you can tell what's caused the issues, but it doesn't always change the outcome treatment-wise. So you can understand that not everyone sort of goes down that route. It is quite invasive and you know, monetary-wise, etc. So definitely, as compared to the general population, we kind of have a sort of higher representation of liver problems. Yeah. Um, but I think it's because we're testing for it. And I know I, when I've been on sort of external courses and things and spoken to other vets, they're very much like, oh, ragwort toxicity doesn't really happen or we don't really see it. And I'm like, well, actually, you know, how many are you sampling? And that's not a negative thing. It's, yeah. you know, there's, there's limitations to what vets can do externally. Um, and yeah, definitely what we see here is, you know, we have a lot of large herds of horses coming in now and if they've all been grazing pasture or forage and they've been eating ragwort and we might have a whole group come in who might be underweight, 
um, so maybe a bit of diarrhea or just generally looking unwell, um, we will do routine bloods on them. And, you know, we have large herds with this ragwort toxicity. Um, I know we had the 80s group, that was mm-hmm. 2012 as well. And actually we biopsied all of those. Yeah. Um, and I think a large proportion of them oh, had ragwort damage. So it's definitely out there and it's yeah. we know we see a lot of it and it's a lot of horses go on to live you know very comfortable lives on the herds i have some i've tried all sort of medication and you know we're not going to resolve the yeah. issue we just monitor them really closely we take bloods every year we keep a close eye on them and make sure nothing's declining but they do quite well but within close veterinary management yeah and amigo's kind of the the classic warning isn't yeah. he as to what can happen and mm. then the level of management that is yeah. required then to help him live a healthy healthy life so the question we're asking everyone so what's the item that you really couldn't live without while working at red wings so i could think about this one and obviously there are obviously all the veterinary things which i could go for but i think i'm gonna go for my hard hat and that's a bit str- strange one for a vet but i wear mine most of the time so in my work, either the horses are coming, you know, I'm external, we're on fields of feral horses, you know, it's a dangerous situation, not really sure what the horses are like, so it's always worth having my hat on. Um, when they come through our quarantine yard, again, often they're feral, they're nervous, um, they're, you know, can be feet flying in various places, don't want to be <laughs> flying. And then when they progress on through the herds, they often enter our behaviour centre. Um, so really, you know, when I first started, I thought, oh, I'm wearing a hat all the time, but I love my hard hat. If I don't wear my hat now, I don't feel quite right, like... When I put my hat on, I can go into and approach any horse, how feral they are. I don't really mind. If it's not on my head, I just feel like something's missing. So I've kind of got used to it now. And yeah, I couldn't do it without my hard hat. Brilliant. Essential bit of kit. Yes, very much. <laughs> now you join me, Jude. And we're off to Aylsham, where Amigo lives, to find out more about the team that work there and the famous pony himself. We happened to time our visit on a day when our hard-working maintenance team were doing jobs on site, so you might hear occasional sounds behind our interviews. If you subscribe to the podcast, you will find out more about the team behind these noises and their crucial role at Red Wings in future episodes. For now though, come with me to a sunny Red Wings Aylsham. Today I'm here at Red Wings Aylsham and we're going to have a chat with Elaine about what uh, she does here. So Elaine, would you like to introduce yourself please? I'm Elaine Simmons and I am Senior Team Leader here at Aylsham Visitor Centre and I've been in this role for oh, just over a year and prior to that I was a team member and prior to that I worked partially in the Visitor Centre and partially on education with Red Wings. Fabulous. So what's it like to work here? Do you have a favourite part of your role here at Red Wings Aylsham? I think the very best part is working with a really good team. So we've got two teams here, but we're one team. So we've got the visitor centre team and the farm team, but we work collectively to ensure that the visitors who come to see us have the best experience, are safe, and really get a chance to interact with the horses as much as we can, whatever the weather. Sounds perfect. And we're very lucky today. The weather is so far so kind. The sun is trying to shine. What can people expect when they visit Red Wings Aylsham? What can they expect to get out of a day spent here? We get a really diverse range of visitors. So we get people that are stopping on spec. Perhaps they've been on holiday on the North Norfolk coast and they're looking to extend on their way home. So they really don't know what to expect. And we get people who are really horse specific and are desperate to spend some time hanging out with horses. And that, I think, is our unique selling point. We've got a really zen environment here where the horses are key to making this a really wonderful place to be. 
So people come initially to perhaps get up close and personal with the horse, which they might never have experienced, or regulars who come to visit a favourite and see how they're getting on. But also it means that people come back to see us on a regular basis. And although it's physically a quick 47-minute stride round, that's my sort of lap to get around the whole site, if you're stopping to speak to horses and gain that interaction, that's yeah, hours of your time well spent if you'd like to do that. I bet I bet it can soon become ours if you stop to pet every little face that comes over to the fence looking for looking for some cuddles. Have you got any top tips? So if we've got any people thinking about visiting, have you got any top tips to make sure they can make the most of their trip here to Red Wings? Yeah, first of all, please seek out the staff. Talk to us. Come and ask us questions. But when it comes to horse interaction, my top tip would be think like a horse. These are prey animals. So you go up to speak to them and if they come to see you, take a, take a step back, take the pressure off, approach again. And all of a sudden it becomes a relationship. And if a horse selects you to speak to, that's such a special, special thing. That's a really, really unique moment. And people can experience that here better probably than anywhere else. So that would be my top tip. Spend time with the horses, talk to the staff always happy so this episode we're talking about amigo who's quite a special resident here at Aylsham. so i just wondered what as working on the visitor side of things what you think of him is he popular with our visitors at all well i'm really privileged because i actually spent a bit of time working with amigo when i was on the education side he used to come in to be introduced to some of our young learners and because it's quite um, visible, the experience um, Amigo's had with his condition regarding sunlight, and there are scars and evidence, it's really special to see how kind he is still to people and how happy he is to interact. He's a curiosity because he has to have more gear about him. He has his coat and his hat. He looks like a little armoured man. And people are interested in that and they tend to ask questions. So Amigo is a great ambassador and an opener for conversations. Oh, sounds fantastic. And we, we look forward to finding out more about his special outfit and his hat and his special coat. Do visitors ever have any reaction to his story? Yes, they really do. People react. We have very few pictures which perhaps show um, the difficulty horses have been in initially, but he's definitely one that stands out. And because you can see the residual evidence and the fact he has to be protected. But we try to explain that a great deal of this is ignorance rather than anything malicious and that that is what really what Red Wings are trying to do, educate people to understand that these specialist animals need really specialist care. He sounds like a superstar. So, yeah, we can't, can't wait to meet him. And next we're going to talk to Holly, who's on our farm team here at Aylsham, and she's going to tell us all about that special care that we've mentioned that Amigo needs. Now, before I go, Elaine, I've got one question. Working here at Red Wings, what is one item you couldn't, like live without here at Red Wings then that's an easy one that's just the atmosphere it's just being out here with the horses and just feeling this presence it's yeah their their total ability to absorb our stress and they seem really happy to do it oh perfect well hopefully that sold you on coming to visit Aylsham and you'll be able to meet Elaine and her team and enjoy the wonderful surroundings as we sit here the sun is shining and we can see all the plants and everything that are growing along the visitor center and now we're going to go and uh, have a walk and meet some ponies as well so thank you ever so much for Elaine for speaking to us today and uh, yeah thank you that's absolute pleasure
I'm sat here at Red Wings Aylsham now with Holly and we've pulled up a perch on some hay bales and we're just going to have a chat to her about her role here at Red Wings and the man himself, Amigo. So Holly, would you like to introduce yourself, please? So I'm Holly and I work here at Red Wings Aylsham. I'm the senior team leader here and I look after all of the horses, donkeys, Shetland ponies, little and large, throughout the day. Can you tell us a little bit more about your role? So what sort of does what does an average day for Holly look like? So average day for Holly, obviously all of our horses and ponies get checked twice a day while we're here and obviously throughout the day. So horses that are on medication will get checked and any medication will they'll be received. Feeding horses is obviously really important that our horses receive feed. We have special care ponies, so we have to make sure that their needs are looked after that way. Obviously, with a lot of ponies here, poo picking is very important. Um, we like the fields to look nice and tidy and stuff, so poo picking is a priority for us here. And then any extra things like the grooming and talking to the public is what we're also here for. Lovely, thank you very much. Uh, you talk about special, some of your special care residents, and it's one of those that we're here to talk to you about today, and that is the lovely Amigo. So can you tell me a little bit about him and what are his specific sort of care needs? So Amigo, he's very popular with the visitors and stuff here. Um, Amigo does suffer with liver damage. We have to be extremely careful with him in the hot summer weather. So he wears a special rug which helps protect him against the UV. He also wears a special sunblock on his nose because he does have a rather large pink nose. This stops him from burning and he does also wear a visor as well just for extra protection. So that must take a little bit extra for your team out of their day to make sure that is all done little bit extra but he's like any other horse we you know want to look after him and all of the others as best as we can we do obviously take the rug off every day to check that it's not rubbed and he's not sore the sun cream if it's really hot we'll get put on twice a day the hat sometimes his friends will take it off so the extra time is probably looking for his hat to put back on him so tell us a little bit about his personality does he have any like likes or dislikes any special friends in his herd so amigo's best friend would probably be bungle um but to be fair he's such a gentleman he gets on with everybody he's a really good boy we've had like some younger cobs in the group he's kind of sort of made good friends with them sort of brought them up a little bit really he adores the public so any scratches and tickles that he can get he will be there do you have to be careful in the winter because he does grow the moustache which does get really dirty so if you're going in for an amigo kiss be warned (laughs) and so he likes the visitors what about the visitors do they like amigo he's very popular with the visitors obviously we do get asked why he is the only one on his group with the full suit of armor as they like to call it and obviously we just explain to him like his needs and stuff So do you ever tell the visitors about his story and when you do, what sort of reaction do you get from them? Yeah, so we obviously we bring Amigo in and we do talks with Amigo. I think his story surprises a lot of people because obviously Amigo was rescued from a quarry yard and all he had to eat was ragwort, bless him. So I think it opens up like the public to like the poisonous plants and everything so you're kind of educating them on that thing. Um, And obviously the pictures... um, of when he come in and yeah, stuff as you well. Think people are shocked sometimes. I think so. To, to seeing him now, yeah. yeah. So that that's really nice and it's really heartwarming to for them to see what he looks like now. Yes. It's quite rewarding yeah. for oh, us. That's lovely for you guys. Well, yeah, definitely. And I know this year I've got sent some fantastic pictures of Amigo getting a special haircut. So would you like to, would you like to tell us about that? So with Amigo wearing his rug and everything, he does have to have a special haircut. Um, so basically it's called a hog and it's where Amigo's whole mane and forelock completely comes off. It's just basically to help the rug sit nice 
nicely on him and not rub him or anything like that. Um, if we let his hair grow, he would have serious amount of hair and it would just be uncomfortable and make him quite hot under his rug. Perfect. And is he a good boy for his haircut? Does he like a visit from the from the vet nurses for a bit of hairdressing? He does like a haircut. I think it's quite nice. I suppose it's like when you have your own haircut, isn't it? feels quite nice afterwards. It's a little bit fresh. And yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Lovely. Perfect. So, Holly, you're, you just told us about looking after Amigo and your role here. What is your favourite part of working here at Red Wings Elsham? My favourite part, I love coming in in the morning and unlocking the gates and I see all the horses just standing there waiting for you to come out and feed them and stuff like that. It's, it's just such a nice warm feeling. Oh. I do have a fantastic office view. I can't grumble. So... <laughs> Lovely. And one final question, which is, so working here at Red Wings, is there one item that you couldn't do without, like your survival item for working here at Red Wings? Ooh, scissors. Scissors. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask. So scissors, why, why scissors? Is it that they're hard to get? Are they one of those things you can Scissors are like, it's like a pen in an office. They always go missing. They get legs and they walk. And it'll always be when you want to open a bale of hay or a bag of shavings. Perfect. <laughs> I like that answer. Very good answer. Well, thank you ever so much, Holly. We have chatted here about the man himself, Amigo, and now we're going to go and meet him. So we're going to follow Holly up to the field and go and meet the man himself. Let's go find him. So we've walked up the hill here at Red Wings Elsham. He is at the top of the hill, so we are a little bit in the wind, so you might be able to hear the breeze blowing but it's keeping them all nice and cool today. And uh, yeah, we're in with Amigo and his friends and we'll go and say hi. Yes. So Holly's just taken his fly mask off and we can indeed see the rather fetching haircut he's sporting. Hey buddy. Good boy, aren't you? Can you see sun cream? <laughs> oh yes, you can see on his nose in his sort of wrinkles on his muzzle where the sun cream is. Oh, you just got sun cream on my microphone. You have. You just got sun cream on my microphone. He's just sharing the love. He was just showing me. He was like, yes, this is what I have to wear on my nose so I don't get sunburnt. There's some visitors over at the fence at the moment. I can hear them saying Amigo's name. So I reckon they're reading his story card, which is on the fence, and finding out all about him while he has his moment of glory on the podcast. So we're trying to get him trying to get him to pose for a picture as well so you can hear us oh what a poser so holly's just taking his rug off so we can have a look at him underneath his bodysuit and she just said apparently there's 101 straps to undo to get him out obviously the velcro and everything is that to keep it so it's really tight to his body yeah, it's just to keep it nice and snug on him and that's to stop it sort of moving about too much yeah, yeah so we don't want a rug obviously that's going to be ill-fitting because it will slip holly was saying he's actually got some scars so the hair grows slightly different if you can see there like the texture of it it's quite like wiry yeah so you can see so he's a piebald cob which means he's black and white and then you can just see on the bits where he's got his scars, his skin is a slightly different colour and the hair is sort of growing back at a slightly different 
slightly different texture I would say you can sort of feel it's sort of more wiry and slightly different color so it just breaks up his white bits on on here and like I say his so his hog is starting to grow out so he's got quite a punky hairdo um and uh, but he looks very smart and obviously being a cob as well he's got fabulous feathers that we don't clip those off because we don't they don't need to come off so he's still got the famous hairy legs that cobs are known for just slightly less hair on top haven't you bud hey hello hi Evan <laughs> and who've we got over here this is Evan hello Evan yeah this is Evan did you want to come and join in too we frightened you were being left out hey you're gonna say hello yeah and of course because he needs his rug on to protect from the sun and we are getting a little bit of sun here in Norfolk today so now we've had a quick look he's going to have it pop back on again so uh, so he's all snug and protected and just got to poke his ears through the hole of his rug so it all stays where it should be it's perfect well thank you ever so much Holly for your time today it's been lovely to come and visit you here and thank you for introducing us and telling us a little bit more about this special chap you're very welcome And that brings us to the end of our latest episode of Sounds of the Sanctuary. We hope you enjoyed listening and please remember to subscribe so you never miss a future episode. If you have a burning question about Red Wings, our work, equine welfare or just want to know more about your favourite sanctuary resident then we'd love to hear from you. Please send your questions to communications at redwings.co.uk and we'll put them to our teams at the end of the series. Also, if you've enjoyed this, don't forget to listen to our sister podcast, Field Notes, which this week will feature senior veterinary surgeon Nikki Jarvis talking about the effects of worms, parasites, and of course, the dreaded ragwort. As a registered charity, Red Wings is 100% funded by donations from the public. So if you'd like to support our rescue teams and the ongoing care of ponies like Amigo, you can by calling 01508 481 zero 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 or visiting redwings.org.uk forward slash donate and why not pop into Red Wings Elsham or any one of our visitor centres across the UK full details of their locations and opening hours can be found at redwings.org.uk forward slash visiting see you next time bye <laughs>